Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? Hey, what you doing? Hey, what's up? What you wearing? Stormtrooper outfit. <laughs> you too? Hello, welcome to JudgeCast. This is episode number 163. My name is CJ Schrader, and with me, as always... My two yearly co-hosts. First off, we have Jess Dunks. Hey, this is Jess. And Brian Prilliman. This is Brian Prilliman. The Brian Prilliman Soundport. We need that. Yeah, that would be awesome. For when you're not on. But <laughs> So we decided for this email, uh, this episode, um, we're right after the holidays, and we usually do a little bit of a lighter episode during that time. And we thought we'd do a little bit of a year in review for... Uh, 2016, because a lot has happened this year, both policy, program, and with us. So we thought that could be fun. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, mostly, I think, fun. Yeah, <laughs> mostly fun. So <laughs> mostly harmless. If, if yeah, if I can get up to mostly fun in most things in my life, I think I'd be okay. <laughs> I think it's the first time I've ever said 2016 was mostly fun. <laughs> well, we don't need to. <laughs> Yeah, oh. but the parts we'll be talking about, you know, rip Hans Gruber. But what are you gonna do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was actually Hans Hans Gruber, Snape. Uh, were probably the uh, the most impacting personally. I would say to me, yeah. yeah. Like I, I'm really bummed. I'm not gonna see him in any more movies. Whereas even David Bowie, it's like eh, he's not. I mean, he just released that album, but he wasn't releasing a lot of music, so. Right. I'll be, I'll be all right. Yeah, I think I think I I don't know, debate debate wise, I think out of all of them, Muhammad Ali was probably the most impactful out of out of all of them from this year. Yeah. Uh but anyway, we're not that's not what we're gonna talk about for twenty sixteen. Oh, wow, wait a we brought it down. This isn't fun anymore. We're gonna talk about policy changes, program changes, regional changes. Ooh. And then we're going to talk about the judge cast a little bit, your interview, and also talk about personal changes we may have had Ooh. or will be having. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. All right. I'm getting a puppy. That's my personal change. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's, that's a thing. That's, <laughs> that's going to take up time. All right. Uh, I mean, oh. well, didn't your dog die this year, too? Uh, last year. Oh, that was last year. Okay. Wait. Yeah, last year. All right. He dodged that bullet. Can't blame that on 2016. <laughs> right. That was the 2015. Yeah, that was the 2015 curse. All right. So to start the year off, we had hidden card error was introduced. And I was shocked that that was this year. It was in January. Yeah, and it was doozy when it first came out. Yeah, that was huge. And now it feels so normal. In the beginning, there was hidden extra cards and drawing hidden extra, extra card. card or sorry, drawing extra cards <laughs> was formless and void and yeah. darkness was <laughs> over the surface of the policy. And the spirit <laughs> of joy was moving over the surface of the IPG. I wonder how many verses deep you can go there. Uh, well, as, as deep <laughs> as Biblehub.com will let me go. <laughs> so deep, real deep, deep, deep. So yeah, in the beginning, um, Hidden card error, when it was first introduced, it was just uh, kind of a mix of drawing extra cards, which had already had the, I'm going to upset Jess, the Thoughtseize fix. Uh, <laughs> that was part of drawing extra cards, but it also kind of put in failure to reveal and improper draw a starter game all into one big thing. And that was a little bit confusing. So in the very next... It was no, it was no prized amalgamation. It was no prized amalgamation, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Uh, so in the next uh, release, they plopped improper draw at start a game back out, but started calling it mulligan procedure error. And I think that's because now, you know, this part only applies to the mulligan. It no longer applies to that first card you draw for turn. And, you know, obviously hidden card error went through a few other tweaks, but after that, it, it more or less stayed the same. Well, does uh, improper draw? Uh, yeah, so well, yeah. I had... It had some, yeah. There were there were minor tweaks here and there, but it's mostly worked out pretty well. Yeah, at this you, point, it does if have. You some, if you mold a seven, it's still improper draw, or sorry, it's still mulligan, mulligan procedure. procedure. Yeah. yeah, and uh, it, it's got uh, it's got some gray areas, as we all know, with with some other penalties. 
uh, some overlap with like looking at extra cards. People aren't sure which is correct. Um, and as we move forward and we see cards that kind of highlight that played in standard, I'm sure there will be shifts in policy. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's, it's actually really complicated. It's, it's one of these weird policies that it's intuitive once you get it. Like it's intuitive with the proper amount of training. <laughs> um, like the the flow chart that's necessary. Like uh, like David Holman, one of the, one of the judges in Georgia, put together like a flow chart of of hidden extra cards, and it is ridiculous. Hidden extra cards? Sorry, hidden extra hidden card error. What? Having a real hard time, aren't you? Yeah. Annotated IPG project. I yeah. Formerly. You go look. You go look at it. It's, I'm I'm merging all the deltas together into yeah. one uh, audio stream. <laughs> so I don't know what they're called anymore. <laughs> they changed so much. Yeah. All right. So the next one we got uh, is we got that policy that lets us downgrade deck deck list problems after the game has begun. If the missing if it had if a deck had missing cards and missing cards are found. So that was yeah. interesting. Oh, that one was a was a good one. Now there's there's still the window of if you present a 59 card deck and your opponent, you know, while they're shuffling, they detect that problem. Uh, that's still a game loss. But if you find a card like after the game after game actions have begun, you don't ever you don't have to worry anymore about what well, was the card dropped, where was it, is it anything like that? It's just you know shuffle it back in, warning, gone. Mm. Yeah. So after that, this big change. You no longer had to use all checklists or no checklists cards at all when you're using double face cards. So it used to be when you had a double face card in your deck, uh, if you had any in your deck, if you had any checklist in your deck, then all double face cards in your deck must be represented by checklists. Otherwise, you can use you must only have double face cards in your deck, and you cannot use any checklists. And so they loosened that up a little bit to make it by name. So all right. cards of one name have to be either checklist or not checklist, but not all cards in the deck. Right. So if if you if you're having if you're running multiple du- du- uh, double face planeswalkers uh, uh, from Origins, you know all your Jaces. If one of Jace is a checklist card, they all have to be checklists. But your Nisses can actually be uh, the double face Nisses. Like if you don't have those checklists, because you used them all to bubble in Jace. Pretty yeah, and and, okay. and that's uh, part of the reason for that change was just because. We now have some older sets where it's harder to get the checklist cards to begin with. Yeah, I was people like playing with. You know, it's going to become more and more of a problem. But right, but I think they're always going to make you use the checklist cards because sometimes people are like, "You think one day they'll let us, you know, issue proxies for this?" And nope. I don't think so personally. Nope, nope. Yep, I don't think that's going to happen because it's still, you know, it's still a printed card that you got to have. So anyway, the big. Uh, one of the bigger changes beyond hidden card error is that GPTs became regular REL. Yeah. Or the default. They can still be they can still be uh comp rel. Yeah. But the the being regular REL is the default. I'm curious how many have been run at comp REL where people knew the change happened. Um I I know in some locations uh GPTs are the big event. Mm-hmm. Like the so, so in those in those areas, I know there's 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 parts of South America, there's parts of Japan, there's parts of Europe where GPTs are large, fifty, ninety, hundred plus player events. So, hmm. Interesting. those yeah, and that and those are the types of places that are still that the the provision for running a comp rail is is for. Uh, yeah, and and also. At Grand Prix, a lot of the the Grand Prix trials that are run can still be a competitive REL. Yeah. So basically, if you've got if if the TO is giving away significant prizes, well, I mean, you know, the whole point of running something at competitive REL um, is to make sure that everyone is playing a a fair game, mm-hmm. uh, and and. That's you know when you when you have increased prizes on the line, you you want the extra level of scrutiny that running something at a comp rail gives you. Uh, so, uh, so you got a you got a note in here that says it was ridiculously buried when announced. Oh, yes. it was covered up. What was announced at the same time? There was something big announced at the no. same time. No, 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 the no. shuffle thing. 
Was it announced at the same time as Shuffle? Was it? I don't think so. Uh, no, so they just posted a, an article on the Mothership that was like, here's all the Magic Tournament rules changes. And it's like one of the last ones was like, all right, GPTs can now be run at regular REL. <laughs> I was just like, what? <laughs> which which is is funny. We, we'd actually been, the judge, the judge program as a whole has been trying to get get gpts at, at regular for a long time mm-hmm. yep yeah it um, made no sense to to require level ones to run them but level ones were not getting competitive experience anymore or competitive training yeah 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 it, it always it always was it, it was in an awkward state like you would you would test somebody you'd have someone say hey i want to test for level one and then you'd test them and they'd pass and their response would be great because i got a gpt this weekend yeah and you're like uh ooh, that's a whole different problem <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yeah, we, we, yeah uh well, I thought we were going to be done now, but really, I just learned that we've got several hours more of conversation that we need to have. Yeah. Uh, so, Brian, you added a comment here. Yeah. So, so my comment was, I'm I'm really curious when this when this change was announced, there was a big big conversation on the forums, and I might I might try and resurrect it, where a lot of a lot of L1s were were talking about how this was going to cut off their only avenue of getting comprel experience. Mm-hmm. And one of one of the the counters to that was, well, really, the, the whether it's comprel or regular, you're still going to have the same players are still going to have the same questions. They're going to still have the same concerns, and so you come over and you help them at regular, but that doesn't stop you from kind of running through what it would be at a at a comprel event in your in your mind. Um, but there was a, there was a lot of concern about L ones would have trouble making it to L two now because these events were going to not be comp rel. Uh, I, they've kind of been in a, in some ways replaced with PBTQs. Like obviously L ones can't be head judging them, but I think a lot of times what you'd end up with with GPTs was instead of getting good experience, you'd end up with L ones that just weren't qualified to be running comp- competitive REL events trying to run them. Right. Uh, what, I, what I'm what I'm curious about is there was a lot of people complaining about uh, complaining about the change, you know, several months ago when it was announced, and I really haven't heard anything about it since. So I'm I'm kind of curious if it's they just realized that it wasn't as impactful as they thought, or there's some sort of underlying change that that we're just not seeing. You know, is it is it like maybe has it has it resulted in like an influx or, or a, a decrease in people getting L2 and we just haven't noticed? Um, I think if that were a bottleneck, we would be hearing about it. If the bottleneck were um, I can't get competitive REL experience because of GPTs or regular REL. Right. That, that would be a thing. I, I think that there is a bottleneck of competitive REL experience, but I don't think it really has anything to do with GPTs. OK. I mean, I was, I was just, it was kind of one of these things where it's like, yeah, there were, there were a lot of complaints and it doesn't look like that that's panned out. Right. Yeah. Basically that. Yeah. All right. All right. So there was a small change to miss triggers. I mean, there's a lot of small changes that happened that we're not going to go over all of them, but this one right. was kind of interesting. Uh, it was to miss change miss triggers with default actions. So classically, if a miss trigger had a default action, you just resolve the default action. Because uh, classically, the default action was if you don't sacrifice this or if you don't lose the game, it was always a negative. But then Fabricate came out and it's like, uh, what is it? Put counters on and then if you don't, you get tokens. Um, yeah. And that creates kind of a little bit of an awkward situation because someone will miss their trigger, but they still get the tokens. So uh, so what happened instead was the the rule was changed just slightly to say... That the opponent can now choose to either put the ability, put the, uh, or resolve the default action, or not put the ability on the stack at all. Which makes sense. I like it when a, a small fix can kind of do a lot. Yeah, this is a very small fix, and it does do a whole lot. Yeah. Um, t- toward helping that stay consistent. Yeah. Yep. Uh, one of the other things they added was, to the MTR was the scry shortcut, which basically says, it, uh if you if you are supposed to scry and you didn't scry 
then you are assumed to have scried and left the card on top, yeah. which uh, is a super intuitive change uh that that it was it was causing some problems because per per policy beforehand this was going to be a gr this was going to be a grv in reality it's just if, you know if you didn't scry right. if yeah. he, he, i mean the, the card being on top is a legal result yeah so. oh well all right and then justice favorite change uh you can tell us this <laughs> Is this for real or is he being sarcastic? Uh, well, it's, it's uh, you're talking about the, the the pile counting, right? Yeah, yeah. It's so. What we've got here is, uh, I love this change because people spend too much time counting, and more importantly, because it validates that this isn't really shuffling. It drives me nuts when people refer to the pile shuffle because it doesn't shuffle your deck. A shuffle reorders the cards in an unpredictable way, a, a, a true shuffle, and a pile shuffle order, reorders your cards in in, in in a perfectly predictable way. That's not a shuffle. That's that's in fact you would call that a false shuffle. <sighs> have you guys? Have you guys? Okay, so so right now what the change was is uh, per shuffle you only get one pile count. Where you, yes. Where you take your deck and then you make, you know, like, you know, five piles of of uh, of twelve or you know three piles of twenty or whatever. You can only do that once per shuffle. Um, we would like it to be even less than once per shuffle, you know, like once per presenting um, or something like that. But it, it gets kind of hard to write the rules that way. Um, so yeah, so that's gone down to one. Have you guys had any any tournaments where this has really been a thing that you've had to like I've announced it at the beginning of a few events and then you get a few people who wanna, you know, what's what's the maximum I can I can pile yeah. shuffle? You know, those those yeah. jerks. Uh, uh there are uh there are individuals who uh will try to push the limit simply because a new limit has been placed. Um and that's been an issue. Uh, more often than not, it's just been a matter of saying, oh, hey, there was recently a rules change. Uh, whenever you count your deck like that, it's you're only allowed to do it once when you shuffle. And then there's they say something like, oh, well, I wasn't counting. I was just shuffling. In which case you say, well, that's the rules say you can only do it that way once. Yeah. And we'll, if we have time, we'll talk about why. Yes, the action that oh. you're doing is the thing that actually counts. <laughs> Whether or not you're paying attention is irrelevant. Yeah. So, I I really I really like that. I haven't had it during a tournament. I've seen players tell the their opponent, "Hey, you remember you're only allowed to do that once." And they're like, "Oh, okay, right." And then they don't do it anymore. Like I haven't had any any judge calls. Uh, I have gotten a few people when I was waiting to do a deck check. Where I had to be like, "Hey, you're only able to do that once," and then they stop, and then I'm like, "Now give me your decks." <laughs> yeah, that can happen. <laughs> uh, breaking news: Carrie Fisher's mom died. Yeah, we I saw that. What? <laughs> ah, you're in review. All right. So, um, so that that sums up the policy Jeez. changes, and honestly, I think a year where we can get through the policy changes in like ten minutes is a pretty good year. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. So let's talk about some of the program changes that happened. Um, a lot more of those. A lot more of those, but we don't need to go deep into all of them. Um, but the judge conduct committee got a new lead at the start of the year um, for Johanna. Is that you pronounce it? Yeah. Johanna? Yeah. Uh, got swapped in for Sean Cadenese. Um, right in time to deal with our whining about our suspensions. <laughs> yeah, that was super awkward. Yeah, like having having just having something dropped on you like that. I can't imagine. Yeah, uh, kind of similarity. Yeah. Similarly, uh, Sarah S Mox. Sim similarly, similarly, Sarah Mox became the judge community manager at the beginning of the year. Also in time to hear about us <laughs> to, about our suspensions. Yes, to deal with us. Um, is her title still judge community manager? Do you guys know? Or is I, she just judge manager now? Uh, I believe it is judge community manager. Yeah, I think um, community manager. Okay. 
it's it's she it's there's a an important distinction here because she doesn't she is not from Watsy perspective her job description is not to be in charge of judges she's rather in charge of Watsy's interaction with the community of judges uh, or rather she's the the contact person for that mm-hmm. yeah um, and I guess that's a, a better way to put that she's the contact person for that um, and uh, so judge vice president overlord is no not, not at all title. not at all no she's she's uh, she's good people she's a great person if you need help with with uh, judge stuff if you ever see her say hi but uh, you know she is not your boss um, <laughs> and she doesn't want to be uh, and <laughs> I don't blame would, her for that right who would want to be our bosses we're a bunch of malcontents <laughs> um, so, uh, other big news from the start of the year was Ricky became level four yeah things would happen later that made that kind of irrelevant but I it wasn't completely irrelevant I mean that was a goal of Ricky's and he attained it so yeah. Um, so Matteo, I forgot his last name. Cal- Caligari. Caligari. Uh, he was the true final level four, but Ricky was one of the final level fours. Yeah. The uh, and then they fired fire? all the level fours. They, they demoted all the level fired fours. them all. Fired them all. Get rid of them. They all stepped down in solidarity with us. Uh, the rules advisor exam was discontinued. Yep. To... Yay. Yeah. yeah. So so and we went over why, right? It was it we just did. it wasn't doing what it being it a doing what it was didn't really to. have any meaning uh as far as as far as allowing you to do anything other than say I'm a rules advisor, you need to listen to me. <laughs> uh which which wasn't a real thing that people needed to be doing. So and, and uh, there was you you would still find like these awkward situations where you'd have a store and there would be a person that believed that they were a level one judge yeah uh, because they passed the rules advisor test yep. yeah yeah that was you would find those occasionally and that was always an awkward conversation yep all right so the big one of the year is the new new world order so new it's double new so new totes totes new, new man so bad <laughs> uh yeah when do you, you guys tell me about it? Okay. Uh, <laughs> new New World Order. Um, well, uh, in a nutshell, level four and five judges were in an awkward spot where they were kind of in charge of everything. Both a single level four or five judge was expected to be in charge of a sphere of activity in the judge program and also head judge professional level events like Grand Prix and Pro Tours. Um, and unfortunately, uh, we had gotten to the point where the organization required to become to be a GP head judge and the organization, the skill set required to be in charge of all these projects doesn't necessarily overlap. And what that means is that you'd have people that were good at one or the other were being required to do the other one just because that's the way we had the system set up. Right. Yeah. Right. I want to I want to head judge and 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 it also sets them up for I want to head judge GPs but I also have to do this sphere work that I don't want to do. Well, anything that you don't want to do that you're only doing it because you have to, you're <laughs> you're going to struggle to do it as well as someone who does actually care. Yeah. Yep. And and that that sort of realization was things like uh, uh, Johanna, uh, head of the JCC and head of the the player investigation committee. She she was a level three and knocking those positions out the park. Uh, so that kind of illustrates the fact that you didn't need uh, to be an L four to do these these large program efforts, uh, right? And, and realistically, we had some L3s that you really didn't need to be an L4 in order to head judge a GP either. So that kind of fed into what the big change of New New World Order was. Fours and fives went away, and the function that being a four and a five got replaced with uh, uh, advanced roles. Yeah. Um, and so those advanced those advanced roles were GP head judge, mm-hmm. uh, program coordinator. Uh, which was GP head judge was announced and it was kind of well understood at the time program. Uh, RC was the other advanced role, mm-hmm. uh, which was understood because we had that program coordinator, not so well understood at the time. 
and still probably out of all of the roles, the most nebulously defined. Mm-hmm. Well, it depends. You know, to, to put it outside the box a little bit, it kind of depends which PC you ask. <laughs> as, as to how well it's defined? Yes. Well, no, like what the definition is at all. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so I don't really want to get too far into, hey, well, what is a program coordinator? Because every time I try to say what a program coordinator is, I feel like one of them yells at us. <laughs> it is kind of funny. That, that is true. It's because they tell us, no, you got it wrong. And then it's, well, go talk to so-and-so because they disagree with you on yeah. y'all's, y'all's uh, so, combined job. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> uh, Hi, Toby. Um, all right. So these these advanced roles um, – they uh oh there's also there's also a, a panel lead is a is another is another uh i don't know if it was qualified as a as an advanced yeah it wasn't not. but it's it is a it is a thing now that an l3 can be but uh but the, these advanced roles are uh they rotate on an 18 month basis such that one third of the set of the RCs, the GP head judges, the program coordinators, one third of them are up for re-election, I guess, or reapplication, or how, however you want uh, to to phrase it. Every eighteen months, so um, uh, it's not uh, it's not a like a Supreme Court lifetime appointment thing, right? Uh, yeah. Which is which is also which is also really nice because as we as we said during the 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 podcast where we announced this stuff is as an L3, it actually gives you something to, to, to push for. Uh, whereas before the barrier for fours and fives were really, really high. Uh, and now, uh, and, and there was only a certain number of them. There was only like, you know, nine at the time. And unless, and that, that number was kind of static. And so unless somebody retired, but in these particular roles, yeah, you can go ahead and you can apply. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it's, it's not a lifetime appointment. You, you actually have a shot at, at doing one of these advanced roles if you, uh-huh. if you want to, and you want to work at it. And the, uh, the next uh, announcement of GP head judges should be happening within a week or so. Oh, cool! Yeah, so we've we've done we've done one round of of GP head judges. Uh, we're in. We're coming out towards the end of the second wave. So there's going to be some some judges that uh, that step down from GP head judging and some get some new blood in there. Although it's not really new because most of most of the people going for it have been around for a while. Uh, but uh, seeing them in red shirts will be sweet. Yeah. Um, there are some people I'm looking forward to working for, if that makes sense. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so that's the the so the new class of GP head judges. So this is within the last year. Jurgen Barrett, uh, Eric Levine, Jeff Morrow, Fabian Peck, Sergio Perez, Alejandro Raggio, Frank Wehrman, Steven Zwanger. Might have some more to announce uh, in two weeks. <clears throat> And then when they made the change, they said all existing level fours and level fives could also head judge GPs, if I remember correctly. Yes, but a lot of those a lot of those guys have stepped down as their rotation time came up. They didn't yeah. even reapply. Yeah, which makes sense. I mean, that's the right. whole thing we're trying to solve here. Right. So uh, also in the new New World Order, uh, level two got the option to have a team lead certification and a level two tester certification. And yeah. so the team lead certification certifies you to team lead on Sundays of a Grand Prix. Uh-huh. And the level two tester certification lets you make new level twos. Or administer the test. <clears throat> anybody can make a anybody can make a level two if you just want to bad enough. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> sure. <laughs> no, what I, what I'm saying is is level two testers. These are people that go through. They have a they have a checklist of things to accomplish, and and once they accomplish those those things, then they then they have the ability. They will be granted the ability to generate the tests in Judge Center. But what I what I I want to highlight is you still have the opportunity to mentor somebody up to a level two point of uh, skill point, uh, even without this tester certification. Yes. Okay, that's 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 more the point that I was I was trying to make. Um, so, um, so that's the the tester certification. The team lead certification is for simple teams, 
you're not going to find a an L2 with the team lead certification probably doing logistics for a team sealed event. Mm-hmm. Uh because that's that's probably not even something that uh, an elf like a new elf you'd give that job to a new L three. No, no, I would not. <laughs> I like that. No, no, no I, don't, yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I, like the list. The list of people I would give that job to is actually pretty small. Yeah. Uh, right. Oh my god, it's small. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's a it's a it's a challenging job with a lot of with a lot of that requires a lot of uh, changes in real time, mm-hmm. and it is it is not something that you probably want to be like oh well you know I did I did slips team three yesterday how hard can uh, uh, logistics on team sealed be right. Yeah, I got my I got my bingo card for 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 my team to play, you know, in round three. Huh. <laughs> That's anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> inside jokes. Yeah. All right. Love them. Yeah, it's inside joke. So um, they uh, did away this this affected. I I don't think a lot of people even knew these existed, but for people who failed the level three panel. Um, it used to be they were given supplemental activities if if they didn't fail it too bad, and it was basically like, you know, hey, do the do these activities, and then what? You get like another panel just to make sure you did the activities, but it's like a lesser panel. Is that what it is? Yeah, more more or less. Like it's supposed to be addressing whether or not the activities have actually like right have actually caused you to improve on the thing that right. you were supposed to improve on. But they found that those just really weren't helping. Like a lot of people just never finished them. And so they just got rid of supplemental activities entirely. So now when you fail the level three panel, you have to just go through the checklist again. Um, But you will be assigned a mentor to help you along the way. Yes. That will hopefully that will hopefully help. That will happen. Probably. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, We had a couple of shifts in, in program coordinators. Um, with Alfonso Bueno and Kevin Dupre being added as program coordinators, yep. uh, uh, limbs limbs uh, stepped down. Yep, he he uh, he created the vacancy. His stepping down created the vacancies that Alfonso filled. Mm-hmm. But the vacancy in my heart is still there. <laughs> <laughs> who is who is program coordinator of your heart? <laughs> Lim- well, it was limbs. Now I don't know. Oh. Ah. Is Toby one? <laughs> yeah, Toby's one. Oh, I'll make Toby, it Toby. Toby. <laughs> Seacat's also one. Oh no! You know, maybe, hopefully, when the next wave of them uh, comes around, then then uh, I'm I'm gonna go for it. I believe I'm you. gonna go for. It. Yeah. Uh, then can I replace? Can I replace Toby as a no. PC of your heart? No, not even close. You could be PC of my heart. Oh, okay, close. good. As long as somebody's <laughs> something something starcy of somebody's heart. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um. You the R, You want to be the RC of somebody's heart? Well, I said star as star C. You know, it doesn't it doesn't have to be just anything. Something ending in a C. I want to be some. I want to coordinate something. I want to coordinate your heart <laughs> <laughs> somehow, some way. <laughs> so, the last right. change was that spheres were reintroduced, and I feel like to most judges, when spheres were reintroduced, it was a lot of, huh. The what? The what? What's a sphere? Yeah, What's a sphere. <laughs> like I think to the I think this is a case where perhaps the the senior judges who make these decisions don't realize how new people are. Um, right. And, yeah. The begin the beginning of the article even said, "Well, people are just going to call them spheres anyway, so we'll just go ahead and call yeah. them that." And it's like yeah, like half the the judge the judge population was half of what it is now. Yeah. Uh, when spheres and pillars were last a thing. Right. So, so, so what, what, what spheres were is just areas, uh, uh, areas of the program in which needed some, someone to kind of oversee it, uh, and just make sure that it, it happened and that it ran smoothly and that the people doing work, uh, in those areas got the resources and help that they needed. Because for the most part, there's a lot of people doing things that are kind of all independent, but you still want someone kind of overseeing and making sure that everyone is kind of moving in the same direction. 
Yeah. So let's just talk. We don't need to go over all the leaders, but let's just talk about what the spheres are now. So are these the kind of people that like coordinate programs? <laughs> uh, you stop. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to answer that question. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but but not program with a capital P. Yeah. Or mm. coordinate with a capital C. So we got the conferences, education, exemplar, Grand Prix operations, judge conduct, level one and level two, level three, player investigations, social media and web platforms, technology, tournament policy, translations, and judge cast. The judge cast sphere. The judge cast sphere? Yeah, I made up that last one. Yeah, well, we are not a sphere. <laughs> we are not in a sphere. We're not part of a sphere. Well, hold on now. Now, because Judge Cast is outside the Judge program, we can label, we can give ourselves whatever label we want. We have the Judge Cast fear. Okay, so here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, CJ, you are uh, Judge Cast RC. Yes. I'm Judge Cast PC, and Jess is uh, Judge Cast. Uh, Judge Cast. I am, I am Judge Cast. I am. I am Judge Cast HJ. There we go. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. He's the only. He's the only one that gets to wear the red Judge Cast shirt. Mm-hmm. The rest oh, of man, that's gotta be black. a thing now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I actually paid money to have somebody like a real graphic designer make that logo. Yeah, we got did. a real vector graphic now. Yep. Fancy. All right, and let's go over some regional changes real quick. So a couple of regions were renamed or split. Um, so the USA Midwest region, which was gigantic. Oh, was... it had like 800 judges or something ridiculous. Yeah, it was insane. Uh so it was split into uh, the USA North, the Central, and the Great Lakes regions. What's so great about those lakes? <laughs> They're pretty big, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> that was a really weird conversation. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Europe, the Europe Middle East region, became the Europe Central region because apparently, in that portion of Europe, nobody calls it the Middle Eastern portion of Europe. Plus, Middle East makes you think of the Middle East. The Middle East, so they renamed oh. it to Europe Central. Uh, we did actually have one other one other change. Uh, Spain, I think Spain Portugal became Iberia. Did it? Yeah. All right then. <laughs> I I've, I found this out when when because I had to look up what Iberia meant. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we got a bunch of new regional coordinators, partially because we went through one of those those waves of rotations this uh, this session <clears throat> this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we had Scott Marshall in the Northwest, Rob McKenzie in the North, Stephen Briggs for Central. Well, Stephen Briggs wasn't new, but uh, he took on the Central where he used to be the Midwest. Jared Williams for the Great Lakes, John Aldifer in the Northeast. US, these are, those are all United States. Stefan Ladstadter in German-speaking countries region, which I didn't know existed. Is that really the name of it? Yes, the, Ger- the German-speaking uh, countries region is. A- yeah. Uh, Hans... Wong in China, uh, yep. David Hibbs in the United States South region, and John Good became the RC of Canada. Mm-hmm. And then we he's also a good, got, he's a good guy. He, he is a good guy. He is. <laughs> I actually just met him recently, and he really is a good guy. He really is. He's really nice. Like <laughs> I am actually a big John Good fan. Yeah, at uh, you at the Invitational. You could call me a John Good man. Uh, I was at the Invitational, and then the next GP we worked, we worked together as well. Yeah, he's super That's nice. Yeah. Like, uh, like I can't believe that someone is that nice. He's like, he's like a fictional character, so nice. Um, or just or Canadian. Okay. I don't. Yeah, he's Canadian. <laughs> yeah, but I've met other Canadians. Like he's he's yeah. nice for a Canadian. <laughs> I like I like, yeah. But I like the undertones of that comment. <laughs> but I've met other Canadians, and and we all know what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> There's also a new regional coordinator leader. I guess they don't call him the regional coordinator coordinator, which I liked better, but I do I'm, too. And that's Sebastian Pekala. And that's actually brand new news. That's not even a year in review. That just came out like a week ago, less than a week ago. Yeah. So, so he is, he is responsible for, uh, ke- keeping, keeping that motley crew of malcontents, uh, uh, on the, on the right path or focusing them and, and, uh, and getting them to uh, coordinate. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. So, but yeah, it's, it's the RCs have a huge amount of, of influence over their respective regions. And we like, 
to for large program changes to get RC's buy-ins in because they are the ones who are most aware of their regional needs. Mm-hmm. So getting getting someone to to, to kind of like be the point of contact to that body is uh is very helpful. Yep. All right, let's talk about Judge Cast over this past year. Oh yeah. Uh, we released 27 episodes counting this one and being that we are a bi-weekly podcast that makes sense. Um, eight of those episodes were directly related to a set so like release notes or mechanics for a set and shouldn't be as big surprise to a lot of people but our most popular episode by far uh, was the suspension episode where we had Turner on and we talked about the suspension and what happened and our feelings that's how we got to 27 I was trying to work that one out in my head because for that we released a 138A and 138B that's right. Yep. Yep. And so that's how we got that one extra episode. Um, I actually feel like my math might be wrong and that we've done 28 episodes because there were a couple times where we recorded a week after we just recorded. Uh, not so much this year. Yeah, we definitely did at least one. So I don't know, whatever. Um, so our second most popular episode was episode number 141, where we went over the uh, Shadows Over Innistrad mechanics. And I'm not sure why. <laughs> No one was probably probably double face cards has everybody excited and they seem for like newer players they seemed new and new ish or newer yeah I'm just I don't know Not everyone really. was happy to go back to Innistrad they were sick of hearing about the gate watch <laughs> suckers <laughs> um, yeah yeah that, that, yeah that's never going away no. oath of a Johnny was just spoiled the other day yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so, but yeah, we we really don't. Uh, I I think the the shadows over Innistrad mechanics one is probably just the people talking about new cards and stuff like that tends to be on other podcasts tends to be the most popular. So yeah, but this is just the makes... mechanics, not even the cards. The cards is in a separate episode this time. Sure, sure. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'm sure people would be curious what our least popular episode is, but the truth is whichever episode we've just released is always our least popular episode and it goes up from there, you know, right. Basically, the longer an episode has been out there, the more listens, the more downloads it gets. So, you know, and we don't keep a, a super, uh, detailed timeline of each episode's downloads. Yeah. So it's not like a thing where we can just be like, well, you know, <clears throat> we, we can, we can chart that. I mean, we probably could. I, I but, think we yeah, could, yeah. but I have never. Oh, that that's work. a lot of work. That's yeah. a lot of work. So, you know, our <laughs> second most least popular episode is the one right before this one, and so on and so forth. Until uh, so they normalize after about, I don't know, three months. Yeah. Well, we really slacked on guests this year, didn't we? We did. But actually, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be when I made when I compiled the list. Oh, man. We got we to gotta do better next year. But, uh, yeah, our guests this year. Or, Brian, were you going to say something? Uh, probably, but it already slipped my mind because okay, I'm looking good. at the list of guests. Yeah, so the guests this year, Justin Turner, only once, which I think we should be proud of that. Um, Matt Williams, Ricky Hayashi, Jared Silva, Rob McKenzie, Callie Rainwater, Nick Zinnerer, maybe Brian Spellman, maybe not. Who knows? Matt Tabak and Sarah Mox. We all had all of them on this year. Wait, when was Brian Spellman on? What? Uh, I don't know I what you're talking about. That. I don't, I don't remember about. that episode. Um, am I allowed to talk about the next point? <laughs> Uh, so the, I can, um, <laughs> uh, not to say what it was about, but to say that it happened. Okay. So there is a thing that happened, uh, <laughs> that I would need to discuss with my attorney, whether or not I could actually talk about on the podcast. <laughs> yep. That happened. And, um, it's not what you think. Yeah. <laughs> it is not suspension related it is at definitely all. Definitely not what you think. Yeah. Um, so I am like. Uh, I mean, if you, if you, if I gave you two guesses, you'd be O2 trying to guess. So, <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> the, uh, wow, this is in vague. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah, there was a thing, uh, can't talk about it. What did you, did you have to sign something that said that you couldn't talk about it? You talk about it. Can't talk okay. But uh, that so, would be talking about it. I thought maybe we might want to talk about any of our favorite episodes over the past year. Um, I think the obvious one is the Matt Tavax Sarah Mox episode, which I was not on, but um, um, 
you know, that was a polarizing episode. It was. It was a lot of it, banter. It was, um, yes. And uh, some people really loved it, and some people were like, hey, there was too much banter, guys. You got to yeah. tone it down. Yeah. And I think what we ended up with is, you know, we have a very kind of – we have a core audience, and I really appreciate our audience. And I think that um, whenever we kind of stray from what we normally do, uh, it, it's it's some people like it and some people don't. It doesn't matter which direction we go. We end up with that yeah. happening. Yeah. Um, it, it, it was – there there was i think from from that particular episode standpoint there was a lot of us just for for lack of a, for lack of almost for lack of a better word the the providing the content um took a back seat to having fun uh and and yes, that kind of came through in in terms of yes, people who di- who who dialed in, uh, people who downloaded the podcast to listen to um, to get the content, kind of felt like they didn't get their their what they were expecting. Yeah, but yeah. from a from a recording standpoint, I I was in hog heaven. I loved it. <laughs> I loved every minute of it. I think yeah. I think Matt Tavak doing uh, like a traffic copter of the R&R <laughs> Expressway was hilarious. That was amazing. It, it was it was phenomenal. Yeah. Loved every minute. Listen, listening to 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 Matt and Sarah uh, Bicker was phenomenal. Loved it. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, that was that was probably that was, that's easily the favorite. Yep. Yeah, beyond that, my favorites are always just whatever I can remember most recently. So I know we did a Halloween episode. That was kind of fun. Uh, yeah. I, having I, Nick Zinnemaron. I thought that was a good topic. Do we have a, like, I liked all of our, all of our, uh, uh, kind of guest topics this year. You know, Rob, Rob McKenzie is a great guest. Jared yeah. Silva is a great guest. Too. We had, we had, uh, kind of an all star cast. And I think next year, one of the things I'd like to see more of is getting back down to, um, kind of some more unknown people, yeah. Um, as guests, we did a lot of that in previous years. I think this last year, um, uh, we kind of fell back a little bit on that and didn't do it as well. Yeah. Um, so I think one of the things that I, I'd like to see moving forward is uh, I'd like to see more of a, um, a diverse population. Yeah. I, I think I think this 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 past year. One of the things we we kind of struggled with was we we've been around for four years now. There's been a lot of epi- a lot of topics that we had covered in the past, and we were getting to the point where it's like, okay, uh, well, should we revisit? Should we revisit a topic? And it's like, oh, well, we just did that, and then we'd look back and see that it. Well, we did that three years ago. Yeah, right. Um, exactly. And, and one of one of the things is, well, well, we kind of. A lot of episodes we didn't plan, you know, a week or two weeks in advance. It was almost like the day before kind of thing. It would be like, hey, let's open up a conversation about what we want to talk about. And we would decide, you know, a day beforehand. OK, well, because in in, the, in this regard, uh, we, we've all been around significantly long enough where an episode on head judging your first PPTQ, you know, we can we almost don't even need to do show notes for for an episode like that i mean the the purpose of show notes in that regard is so that we all know the order in which we're going to be talking about things but but any one of us could fill an hour or two uh on the on the spot and that right there kind of led it to not uh having guests as much as we had in previous years like that spur of the moment planning because you know it's it's a little bit harder to get guests spur of the moment or even, or even think to get guests, mm-hmm. but we're going to, we're going to make some changes. I, I, I think, I think Jesse uh, saying that we should, we should have more. I wholeheartedly agree and think that in, in the years to come, we're going to, we'll, we'll increase that. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So I think we can move into, um, you know, I don't know if we want to talk about like our personal lives or just focus on our judge lives. Um, not that I have much to talk about in my personal life. I bought power tools. Like, I, I don't know. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't do anything. I didn't get. Uh, I got a bandsaw for Christmas. So, so personal, really? personal year. Yes. Oh, that's very exciting. Nice. <laughs> that's very exciting. I'm stoked. Yeah. So, so personal year in review. 
Um, so uh, I, I started the year as a level zero judge, <laughs> and I made level three. I made it all the way up to level three about That's three true. weeks later. Yep. Um, it was about uh, so, time. <laughs> I know it was it was really hard. I don't see why people say it's so tough. Um, I mean, you know, you could do it, and probably like if I did it in three, like even someone. And I wasn't even really trying. You'd probably make it. Uh, for 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 those new listeners, uh, go back to listen to what is it? One thirty eight B B. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So so the the big the big thing that 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 started out this year, uh, there was a suspension uh, that involved uh, uh, CJ and myself. We began this year uh, suspended. That suspension was later. Uh, reversed and expunged from our record. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was commuted. It was commuted. Is that the? Yeah, it was commuted. Is that the right Commu- term? That's the term they used. Oh well, I'm gonna say expunged because I don't get to use they these these. Yeah. So, uh, so we were we were restored back to our our former former glory of uh, and and continue continued on. Uh, and for the most part, like looking looking back at this year, like personally, um, I hadn't really done a whole lot of large events. Like normally, that that was one of the things. Like we just had the the L three, um, the the L three kind of like evaluation as to as to how you've done across this year. And yeah, I did I did more than the minimum of an L three, but like how close to the minimum it was was kind of surprising. Uh, I've done a lot of PPTQs, um, and so that that look looking at that and seeing that uh, definitely plan on making making some changes uh, this year going going to going to some more events and not just relying on PPTQs and RPTQs. Uh, again, personally, uh, I've done a lot of stuff with the Exemplar program. It's become uh, over the last eighteen months, uh, it's become something stable. Uh, and, and it's, it's, uh, I'm, I'm really, really proud of the work that's gone into that. Uh, that might have something to do with the f- reason why I haven't done as many events this year. Maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Might, might, but, but those are, um, we've, we've, uh, I am, I am one of the things that I'm concerned about and looking, looking at is, uh, the growth of, L1s to L2s and new L2s. That's that's kind of a an area where where me personally I want to get more involved in and start seeing uh, some some changes in that area. Uh, but yeah, that's me. That's that's me personally. So going into going into 2017, its goals are continue exemplar, become a PC, and make more L2s. <laughs> And do more events, so you know, not a lot. I plan on just coasting. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. As soon as I started saying it, it was just like, oh, that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that is a lot. Prelimin level coasting. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Um, I uh, I I don't know if I can compete with that. I um, I think I found that. Did you what? actually go to events at least? Yeah. Oh man, so many events. Yeah, Good. right. Oh, <laughs> man. There's your competing. Yeah, like uh, like where we were talking about how uh, a judge could do uh, an L three could do the logistics team leading. Uh, that's not me. That is you. Right. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, that's that's. If I had to say, oh, here, what is your strength as a judge, and, and label it, I, I think my my first strength is probably events but um and in that vein you know, I, I applied for uh the the gp head judge position i don't know yet whether or not i will get that in this wave um but if i don't i will continue to try and get it so one of my goals for next year will be to be a, a gp head judge and wear that red shirt we'll see what happens um and uh <clears throat> but other than events um, as far as the judge program goes in the last, not this year entirely, but probably the last six months, uh, I, I've let a lot fall by the wayside, um, and I kind of 
part of that was because of you know, stuff happening, happening in my personal life and whatever else. It's not just like something happened in the judge program, but like everything else got busy. And so I, I, uh, I want to in some ways get that back. And what that's going to mean for me is uh, kind of taking us uh, an objective look at everything I am involved in and saying, okay, well, I've got to cut some of this out because there's just way too much that I'm supposed to be doing right now um, for the schedule that I have. Um, and so one of my goals for, two, for 2017 is actually just to make sure that my schedule, uh, my, my, my kind of judge work life balance that Zidimer was talking about is, mm-hmm. is all, um, is all on point for 2017. Cool. Um, that's, that's something, especially toward the end of this year, I, I really failed at, and I'm, I'm really want to make sure I hit it next year. Yeah. So, um, for 2017, I also didn't do many large events. Uh, although I do want to say call out one, which was Toronto, which was my first international event. And I know it barely counts, but it counts. Uh, I had a lot of fun. I really loved Toronto. Um, also ran a mini conference. That was pretty fun. Cause I had it in this, uh, uh, bar slash gaming area. Um, it's pretty cool. I think it went over pretty well. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's really about it for the last year. Um, before I get into any other topics, should we discuss the lawsuit at all? I mean, mostly just to make it clear that the thing we were talking about earlier that we said we couldn't talk about is not the lawsuit. <laughs> but oh yeah, the reality is, what can we say about the lawsuit? We are not plaintiffs, and we don't have any inside information. Um, so as far as I'm aware, it's still going on. But yeah, that yeah. that is that is a, a a rather significant judge thing that yeah. we would probably be remiss to not mention. Yeah. Um, so there is a lawsuit. It was it was filed by uh, four judges against Wizards of the Coast, uh, asserting that judges were employees, um, and it is seeking uh, a list of things. Uh, and really, from a from a public standpoint, that's about all there is out there. Yeah. So. Oh, uh, you know, we're we're kind of waiting with everybody else to see how that shakes out. All right. Well, all right. Put it off long enough. So <laughs> so my big announcement for uh, next year is that uh, I am basically going to be I don't even know why I say basically I'm going to be quitting judging and therefore will need to quit the one thing I still like about judging, which is judge cast, because I cannot <laughs> do one without the other. <clears throat> um. It's been a good run. I do love Judge Cast. I always have. Always been Judge Cast number one fan. I've always listened since number one episode number one. Um, you are the original Judge Cast super fan. <laughs> I truly am. I truly am. Um, but uh, you know, I've I don't I don't want to go into a big complaining session, but I I've just lost a lot of interest in judging over time. I'm not going to blame the suspension, but I'm also not going to say the suspension helped at all. Uh, I think I said in 138B that, you know, I feel like that suspension kind of fundamentally changed how I view Wizards of the Coast. Mm-hmm. And I can't help but think, you know, that there's some of that just kind of spilling in. Um, but it's it's so much more than just that. And I just don't get the enjoyment out of judging that I used to. So, yeah, I, I don't I. I don't think that that what you're feeling is is super uncommon. No, uh, especially with um, like events. Events have a lot of the things that attracted people. You know, who started you know five six years ago. Uh, a lot of the things that attracted them to judging have changed. Mm-hmm. And if it's almost like if you haven't uh, found new and different things to keep you motivated in the in the in the program. Uh, then yeah, I can, I, I can, I can see definitely, uh, why you, you could, you could say like, ah, the, I don't think the program's for me anymore. Yep. Uh, so this will not be my last episode of judge cast. I'm going to be on for a few more episodes. The exact number, um, has not been decided, but we, we don't know how to post things <laughs> to like, it's all documented. Tumblr or it's been, wherever. yeah, it's, uh, <clears throat> It's it's incredibly sad to to hear that news. Of course, I knew yeah. uh, before that. <laughs> no, I just now. It's, 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 it's crazy. Sad. It's, it's <laughs> We've been in denial. Jess yeah, and I have. have. Oh, uh, I know. If we ignore it, maybe he'll forget. 
and keep doing. That's that's like Beeprill's main plan here. Is yeah, it's just uh, it's, that's not going to work, and it's going to leave you guys in a bad position because <laughs> um, just leave. Actually, be, Brian and I have been having a lot of discussions to throw names back and forth of of people that could fill your shoes, and really, we don't we don't think uh, anybody can yeah, um, yeah. fill your shoes. Both not just uh, from a standpoint of what you do for the show uh, on a technological and and work related basis but um the way that you the way that you kind of host the show is very integral to what judge cast is and and i think that next year moving forward without you is going to be it's going to be a different show it's going to be a change for judge cast and i'm excited to see where it goes but i'm also very sad i'm also very sad i think i think it could be very interesting though yeah, um, I we just just uh, and I have talked and and really just just has a style. I have a style, and and I think we both agree that you are you are the bridge mm. between the between mm. the pair of us. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, so I, I you keep listening. Yeah. So um, yeah. Okay. A couple things. Uh, absolutely. I'm looking forward to continuing to be a fan of JudgeCast. Uh, I'm actually pretty excited for that. Uh, that I get to keep listening, even though I have no interest in judging at all. I used to listen to a podcast my my buddy did about beer, and I don't drink beer. <laughs> but you know, uh, I'm a fan of you guys. I'm a fan of JudgeCast, so I'm very. Oh man, interested. we're gonna get we're gonna get emails. From you are C- gonna get emails from me <laughs> where 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 he's gonna be like, guys, you got this wrong. If I'd have been there, you wouldn't have gotten this wrong. Yep. <laughs> yep. Talk to JudgeCast North or. Other podcasts we haven't named yet, but I email them almost every episode. <laughs> you, you do, you do. <laughs> I really do. That is that is one of the things uh, I love. CJ CJ will if if he listens to a podcast and there's an error, he is that person that will send a. Uh, excuse me, you got this wrong. <laughs> yeah, one of the seven people that will send that. <laughs> um, yeah. So the other thing I want to mention is, you know, I've been involved in magic. Uh, I started playing in visions. Uh, which I just checked and it came out in 1997. So by the time I quit, I will be, and I've been, I haven't played magic that whole time, but I've been involved in magic in some way, generally with keeping up with the story, um, for 20 years next year. And so I, I, you know, I think maybe even just, maybe just magic is wearing down on me. You know, maybe I'm a little tired of magic. It's, it's the, it's the gate watch. Hey, but we could still hang out. You could come over and play with my bandsaw. I would love to. I, I want to talk to you about it, but it's going to be so boring to anyone else that I'm not going to know right now. Um, so when are you guys forming like woodworking cast? Yeah. Well, Wood Talk already exists, and I'm a big fan, and I would recommend them to anyone interested in There's a podcast called Wood Talk? Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, maybe I can get into Hearthstone judging and make a podcast about that. I do enjoy podcasting. It's just... I I don't intend to continue to keep up with the policy, so I, it would be a disservice for me to continue on the show. So, well, that's 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 fine. You can you can come back in you know in a year from now and skip the the eight iterations of HCE that that come up. Yeah, between now and then. I hope I can be on the two hundredth episode. <laughs> Pop in surprise. Oh, guest. we will definitely. <laughs> we, we, if if you will do it, we will absolutely make you like force you to be a guest host. Yes. Uh, a year and a half. Yeah, a year and a half. <laughs> so, all right. Yeah, I don't think there's anything more to say about that. Uh, like I said, uh, I'm not going away immediately, so I'll be around for a few more episodes. We got a, we got a few interesting ones planned um, that I would definitely like to be a part of. Uh, uh, but if you have any questions, you know, I, I'll be open about everything. I just don't want to bore people. Um, so I think the plan now is you guys are going to get um, John Locks on. Is that right? It's a limited resources reference. No one cares. That would be cool. We had him on once. That was we once did? again me fanboying. <laughs> yeah. The lousiest episode. Yeah, what a That was it? like four years ago. That was a long time. Jeez. But I can't because John Locks wasn't the first one at right after Ryan Spain. I don't yeah, whatever. We're wasting time. So that's my goal for next year. Make more things out of wood. Um not judge. And I don't know, figure out what else I want to do. Not judge or play, really. Well, I, I am excited to see what you make out of wood. Yes, we'll see. All right, guys. Anything else to add? I don't know what we're how we're going to end the show without you. <laughs> well, yeah. you guys will figure all that out. You got a few so, more episodes. So I feel I feel like so this um 
at Christmas this this year, my my mom gave me and my two brothers uh, a box of all these keepsakes that she's been collecting from when we were little kids. So it was like all these old photographs, big giant stacks of them, like the baby shoes, like the baby blanket that we were brought home in the hospital in uh, a bunch of like writings from kindergarten and element you know elementary school stuff like that little letters and cards and stuff like that that she'd she'd saved over the years and it was this this really touching moment where we'd we'd all kind of come together and we were just kind of in awe of stuff that that my mom had been saving in the case of some of my uh my my two older brothers for like 50 years and that she was giving it to us and you know it was all it was a very somber moment and then uh, my dad comes in with uh, it's like, yeah, we got to find a way to get rid of all of this stuff before we die. And it's just <laughs> like suddenly it was just like, well, is that way to bring a room down, dad? <laughs> and that's kind of kind of like as we kind of close here, that's 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 almost what this is like. Yeah. Thanks, CJ, bringing down the room. You know, we had a real happy podcast, but but and, you know. Even though you're gonna you're gonna be here for uh, a few more episodes, I want to say just how much uh, uh, I appreciate all the work that you've put in uh, to to this show. Uh, you are the reason why this this podcast has continued. Um, I mean, you basically picked it up uh, after after Sean and Ricky had their long hiatus. I mean. Uh, put it um, together that's not entirely jess was there too it was both of our idea at the same time well this this is when when jess says that he's going away I'm, i'll tell the same story i'll okay, just good. replace okay good. <laughs> i'll just replace uh just his name with you no he won't he totally won't he's gonna be like so you and cj did this thing <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i i I'm still, I'm still, uh, I'm, I'm working through the denial and all the, the stages of grief. At some point I'll get angry <laughs> and probably when I'm trying to post, go through the instructions to post the show to, to oh. tend wherever you post it to. Yeah. Not to, not to toot my own horn, but you're going to get annoyed <laughs> with how many people, how many places I post it. <laughs> Stitcher or whatever. No, that's automatic. You don't have to worry about that. Oh, I don't. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to learn how to deal with an RSS feed. Yeah, you don't. Maybe maybe you'll actually maybe you'll start doing it, and you'll be like, "Oh, why did CJ ever complain?" No, no, <laughs> no, no. But it's it's um, uh, yeah. I mean, I just I just have a sad like like talking about it on the air kind of makes it real. Like like Jess and I have known for a while. On yeah. So. Yep. All right. Well, I'm sure we'll talk about it more um, whenever the final, actual final episode is. So, all right. If you guys want to email us, uh, you got any questions? Like I said, I'll, I'll, I'll answer them. You know, if if there's a bunch of questions, I don't. the The biggest thing I've noticed, what I've told people, I'm I'm stepping back from judging, is if they're a long time experienced judge, they're just like, yeah, I get it. You know, it's only the newer judges that are like, what, what happened, what, you know. But I think people understand. Um. Well, I said it before. You're bumming me out, man. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. I mean, you you at least live in the same state as me. You'll still see me. Dude, I lived 15 minutes from you for a while, and I never saw you. Well, yeah, that's because I don't do anything or leave the house. But I could <laughs> if I wanted to. <laughs> well, now you're going to have all this extra time to leave the house and do things. Yeah. Because Cause I know. went to so many events before. Look, man. Look, man. He's all trying. Right. He's you trying. Could- you could email us at judgecast at gmail.com, follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash judgecast, or like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash judgecast. And uh, on that downer of a note, my name is CJ Schroeder. I keep it fair. I'm Jess Dunks. I keep it fun. I'm Brian Prillman, and I'm going to need that wave file you put at the beginning of every episode. Personal changes, CJ is a quitter. Yeah, I put that. I put that.